Hello, everyone, and welcome to United Teachers of Lowell's Straight Talk podcast. This is Amy Bisson, and I'm here with Mickey Dumont. We're the hosts of this weekly podcast produced by and for members of the United Teachers of Lowell. In our weekly podcasts, you'll hear about local, state, and national issues that affect our members. You'll also hear about some of the accomplishments of our members, and we'll keep you up to date with news and decisions that impact all of us. Lowell Public Schools have long been leading the way in integrating technology resources into their schools. Starting back in the mid-1990s, former Superintendent George Sapaceras and former Chief of Information Technology Steve Arnoff began building Lowell's technology capacity with computer labs in each school as well as hiring instructional technology specialists. As technology has changed over the last 30 years, so have the needs of staff members. Today, we have the privilege of speaking with Lowell's technology integration specialists about some of the many ways they've worked with teachers and students across the Lowell Public Schools to infuse technology tools into teaching and learning. We're delighted to welcome Veronique Vero-Roberts, Arthur Santos, and Carol Wilkins to Straight Talk to learn about some of these collaborations and some of the projects each has undertaken with teachers and staff across the district, as well as upcoming workshops and courses hosted by the Technology Department. Be sure to check out the podcast website, utl495-straighttalk.com, for links and for ways to get in touch with Vero, Artie, and Kara. So we're here with Vero and Artie and Kara, and we're talking today about technology and some of the great things that are going on in the Lowell Public Schools. So... I don't know how we can probably do this one at a time. We'll Amy, talk we, before we begin, could I just interject with some you comments can. that our members gave when you announced this on our UTL Facebook page? Yeah, that was page. pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So uh, you three are probably not as aware as you should be, but these are some of the comments that came from that posting that Amy made. One member said, love, love, love them. Another one said, that's awesome. They are the dream team. (laughs) Another one said, they have changed my life. Isn't that awesome? And a fourth one said, love that crew. So you come with very high ratings. You had me at hello. (laughs) (laughs) Just wanted to let you know that. Thank you. Thank you very much. So... uh, can we kind of go around the group and talk about something that you're doing now in the schools or, or anticipating doing shortly? Because we're only, what, 10 days into the school year at this point. Um, some projects that you're working on that people may or may not be aware of. Yeah, sure. So this is Kara. And um, right now I'm kind of setting some stuff up for future. We are um, setting up some virtual field trips where we actually use YouTube Live and Skype to ask real-time questions of a ranger at an actual safari over in South Africa. Yes, absolutely. I've been doing this for three years, and now I have teachers that are cycling back and doing it again. They add it into their informational text units. Um, I have a lot of teachers this year who want to try doing it on their own and have me there as the support 
to be able to, you know, step in if things are going amiss. But um, it's super fun. The kids literally, we get to type in their name, they ask a question, and these rangers that are in these trucks, they get the little the question to their microphone, and they will say the kid's name and answer the question. So oh. I actually did this in my own daughter's class over at Pawtucketville, and the guy was like, Remy, you asked why a giraffe's neck is so long. And my daughter was just like, oh, my gosh, oh, my God. <laughs> and every time, every kid is so excited about this. How empowering oh. for a, a child to hear a remote where their own name is being used and they're really being that's answered. Amazing. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. That's, that's been a big push for me is these. Mm -hmm. um, these. So like last year we did, I did over at the Maury, we did um, some Skyping with Ken Nesbitt, who is a poet laureate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so he taught the kids about poetry, how he goes through the process of poetry. You and I did yes last year with NASA over yes, at the Bartlett. Um, we talked to the chief, the chief astronaut who is no longer the chief astronaut because he's going back up to the space station. And the students were actually able to talk to this astronaut at NASA and ask him basically, you know, like how do, and our kids were saying, what do I need to study in high school? What do I need to study in college? Awesome. What did you do? And he he was wonderful because he's from the area too. Oh, he's no, from his yeah. grandmother was from Lowell. From Lowell, yes. and he lives what was it Wells, Maine? He's up yes. in Wells, so he knew. He said to the kids, like, I know you're on Wana Lancet. My grandmother used to live on. The kids were yeah. That's Maybe. So that's one big thing is I love the teachers to tell me where they're going in their curriculum. I have my curriculum maps and say, why don't we talk? Like right now we're talking over at the McAuliffe about they're learning, the second graders are learning weather. We're just going to use Skype to connect with another class in like the Rocky Mountains and talk to them about their weather. And so now we can start comparing even like I had to put a jacket on because it's cold. Mm -hmm. So really trying to knock down their classroom walls so mm -hmm. that they can really see outside of Lowell, Massachusetts, mm -hmm. even the United States, which is really awesome. So powerful. Very powerful. And they love it. They yeah. do. And yeah. it works with all ages as well and all abilities. Absolutely. I've done the I've done the safaris as low as kindergarten. It's cute. It is okay. funny. Sometimes their question is, can you tie my shoelace? <laughs> <laughs> that might be a difficult exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> so, and, but we've done it up through, up through eighth grade and they absolutely, we love it. And, um, yeah, then there's, and basically there's tons of stuff out there that I've been spending my time organizing. Just the Wang last year did, um, and I actually, the teacher over there is very tech savvy, so I just kind of set her in the right direction. She did it herself. The National Archives Skyped into her room and taught a lesson on the Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. How awesome is that? So it was the actual educator from the National Archives in Washington, mm -hmm. D.C. and taught them about the Bill of Rights in our lives. And we had resources we downloaded and she asked them questions and they got to talk back and forth. And that was like seventh and eighth grade, I think. So wow, the scientists that we from NASA that we also met it was the year of the eclipse. The lady. Um, yeah, she was a scientist um, from NASA and she put on the entire lesson. Uh, remotely, which was so unbelievable. Mm -hmm. um, and she just told them um, about death perception and so forth. It was mm. amazing what she taught them. And the kids were just like, I can't believe we're talking to the scientists from NASA. Yeah. Um, and being the year of the eclipse, I think everybody was so intrigued because of the topic yeah. that she was covering. So there's really some neat things going on um, in our district. Yeah, definitely. Really keeping kids engaged. Yes, Exactly. Absolutely. That's the key. And that's the point. Absolutely. It is. Right. My site's going to be a lot more boring than Kara's <laughs> because uh, I do, I, I'm very much involved in sort of um, data gathering 
and um, um, helping teachers sort of try to um, focus on and reg uh, register their data and then analyze it and then try and figure out strengths and teach points for mm -hmm. the students. So I'm kind of like indirectly involved with the students via through the data. I'm also helping uh, in the classroom uh, with uh, training on Google Drive and Google Classroom so that in turn the students start using computers. Uh, but mainly my, my forte is data. So um, very, very pleased this year because um, last year it was an enormous project that we've started with that and it was very much me with me and me. So, <laughs> so I, I did a lot of work, uh, whereas this year people came back for more, but now, now I'm, ha I'm getting a lot of help. The coaches are on board um, and we are, you know, I'm working with the coaches. I'm kind of letting go now, sort of like I'm, I'm training them and they're taking it on. I get teachers coming directly to me because it's kind of like open up the door of what we can do with data. So mm -hmm. they, you know, they have the ideas. I don't. I can, I can help with how to do something, but I can't come up with what they require in their job. And they, you know, sort of like uh, they say, well, I could really do with getting data on my sight words so that I can figure out, you know, whether there's progression uh, or I'm trying to to better. Um, Record what I'm, you know, my conference notes, so that I, you know, I can yeah. look back at it and say, in the past three weeks, what progress am I seeing, you know, in this group of students? So that's what we're doing. We, yeah. you know, but the ideas are now coming from the teachers, and I am basically loving my job. That's I really awesome. do. It's sort of. Like, I think I'd love it if you were so, around so, when I was doing one of the it. Things too. That I, I feel like well. I feel like Vera, with her data, has done for teachers is given them back some time. Yes. Because she's teaching them how to, how, not teaching them, but giving them the tools to efficiently gather. So That's it's important. it's very important. Yeah. And so I think basically, like they all can go home and spend some time with their children because yeah. <laughs> yeah. she's given them some quicker ways to collect all of that massive yeah. amount of now, data. Vera, who are the coaches that you're referring to that you work so, with? So uh, mainly the uh, literacy instructional specialists and literacy coaches, but also the uh, math resource teachers. Okay. So, so uh, they in turn go back and that's work right, with the teachers. That's right. So um, you know, sort of, we this year we met before school started, mm -hmm. and we created the spreadsheets together. And then after that, we can share with the teachers, and then the teachers have got more than one person to go to. Mm -hmm. You know, sort of depending on the schools they're in. But what I'm also finding now is that teachers come to me directly as well because they want to know. So I've got little pockets of training going on, depending on the schools, depending on the teachers, mm -hmm. you know, sort of who, whoever wants to learn, whatever the level, the ability, you know, I'm just, I, I, want, I, want, to, I want to meet with them, you know, because uh, it's you know like you know the way you feel when you're in front of your students and all of a sudden your students get it and they start flying well that's what I no feel no greater with. feeling that's right. <laughs> right and sort of like right. and when people come back to me with their ideas then then it just it 
you know, I can't describe the feeling. And, you know, it's sort of like now it's sort of like yes, they they they're ready they're, to they're, leave and, the nest. And, and that's right, and <laughs> yeah. they, you know, and um, as I said, it's it's really it was a very hard year last year, but I'm now reaping the fruits of last year because I have met so many people in so many schools and a lot of people have become my friends now and it's sort of like there's no barrier they just email me saying I want to do this how do I do it you know and so like and we're all working together and it's a learn learn because obviously you might have gathered with the accent that I am not American, so you know uh, it's been a humongous. Um, it's been a huge learning curve for me to learn the American curriculum, and I've learned it through working with teachers, mm-hmm. seeing what they have to do and how they how they have to deal with it has been my learning. So do you have an idea what the percentage of teachers you have worked with has been? And is there a way for teachers who haven't worked with you to be able to access and get some training from you? Uh, I have no idea about the percentage. I know I've reached people indirectly through the coaches because I think most schools okay. now are mm-hmm. using the spreadsheets in one way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. This year, um, I've got new schools coming on board. So Wonderful. schools where I've never set foot before because okay. they were carers or arts. And, you know, I started with the schools I was responsible first yeah. for. But I'm hearing teachers or teachers are reaching out because they've heard from other teachers right. and that really makes my day so right now we're still in the case of like uh, people know me and send me an email but I I keep on telling people I'm ready to meet at any time you know first thing in the morning after school you know if people if people are willing and there is a group of them Mm -hmm. uh, then I'm I'm available because I think it's really important and for people to... just to clarify for the listeners, Vera has been an asset in the sense that when she's talking about the data in particular, the data that she's talking about is the F&P data, the war mm-hmm. data, um, process ed, writing, process writing stuff um, we ed used cat, to do by hand. The math, <laughs> the math modules. So mm-hmm. just to clarify, yeah. that the, this is the type of data that she's bringing to the table mm-hmm. and it's helping people inform their instruction. So, I, I so think she's yeah, so basically the, the, the project last year was, it started off with creating the individual spreadsheets, like let's say the math module, where the teacher just puts the right and the wrong answers, and the spreadsheet calculates automatically the percentage and the grading per standard, and then the wow. overall score. So it's almost immediate feedback, yes, yeah. as opposed to waiting well, for... Well, we would spend so much time right. putting the, or getting the data exactly. and putting the data together, then right. there was very little time to analyze the data. So this is, this is very powerful. Right. But, uh, and what we've done, that's why now it's kind of like beginning to make sense, it's sort of like... Last year, it was the first year, so it was like, go, go, go. And some people maybe did not realize the power of it. Uh But that this year, what we did is that, you know, the schools that came on board last year, the new spreadsheets also have an extra sheet with last year's data. So, you know, like a grade three teacher in a school, if the grade two teachers last year put the data in, Mm -hmm. then I was able to just grab all this data, figure out which students they're now getting in front of them as a grade three teacher mm-hmm. and present them with the history of the data for that student. What a, what a great so, tool and asset that is. What makes me happy is to see people who really want to learn. And when yeah. I say people, I mean teachers. Yeah. You know, sort of like when, when they come on board and they start playing with 
with sheets, I want to know more, then that's what yeah. makes my day. Yeah. People are starting to value the um, data analysis and massaging that you're teaching them, and, and then so they want to know more. Getting You've created a monster. Sadly, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's but, a good monster, though. Yes. But, yes. you know, there's, there's so much you can do, and, you know, you don't think about it immediately, but a typical example, and we're trying to, we've been trying to say that, is sort of like, at the beginning of the school year, the EL teachers all have to produce one-page document on all their EL students mm -hmm. with their grades. Now, last year, it came to our mind that, right. you know, the EL teachers were going through X2, one child at a time, right. clicking, right. Yes. writing it down by right. hand, going back out, <laughs> clicking again. Well, now mm -hmm. we just have an extraction from X2. We merge Nail into merge. The, the spreadsheet, and, and all the go. students are done in one go. You know, that's yeah. the kind of thing yeah. I'm talking so about. So you hit the ground running yeah. as a teacher, knowing mm -hmm. where you your kids have been yeah. and hopefully where they still are yeah. right. and, and that situation it, was a te was teacher coming to us saying there has to be, be an easier way, way yeah. to do this yeah. I remember hearing about that yeah as right. well there has to be yeah. I mean every EL student in a school there has to be a simpler way and there is there so was I've, I've been working with um, the EL teachers at the at the other end as well which is sort of like you know you have, you have to keep track of how long a child once the child has been flipped for yes. four years, you have yeah. to keep yep. track of the data. So we're working on a spreadsheet to do that mm -hmm. as well, you know, sort of like yeah. so that you don't have to do it by hand. Mm -hmm. But in terms of like what we can also do, it's not just like, I was going to say boring stuff, but you know what I mean, dry <laughs> stuff. But like if you want to do, if you want to do uh, certificates at the end of the school year, that's the same thing. You just, you know, worry about creating your nice, fun uh, output certificate. Yeah. And we just grab the data from X2 with the, with the students' names, just run the mail merge, okay. and it's all done for you in two minutes. Saving you know? time. Oh, yeah. boy. Right. That's, yeah. that's huge. Now, do you folks have any upcoming mini workshops coming up? Or even teachers? LTA, if you're doing LTA trainings that people... I do. I have an upcoming one where I was reached at the beginning of the year. Um, Greg Passari, who is the new principal at the Shaughnessy School, has asked me to put on a, a Google Drive um, presentation. I know we've been doing it for many years, um, but it's really catching on. I think we're saving a lot of paper and ink and so forth by you know, doing everything online through Google. Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it is a slow process, but over time, I think it's really taking off. And now we, we're, not, we're doing away with a lot of the Microsoft Word and Microsoft Office. Um, oh, okay. Sweet, and it's it's saving us a ton of money because we don't have to pay for all those licenses. Yeah. Although I think a lot of the administration still has um, the Sometimes Microsoft. Sometimes they're office. harder to convert. <laughs> yes, they are. No comment. And I love them all dearly. No comment. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so um, Google still is really um, a big thing that we're pushing. And we have so many schools, and it, I feel like I've been putting on tons of presentations, but I really forget how big our district yeah, truly I is. Yeah. Yeah. Just when I think that I've hit everyone, I'm, I'm yeah. probably a far cry from that. We, so we we've keep actually striving. had many teachers requesting yes. workshops like yeah. that. Right, yeah. and they, if anyone want wants to, be sure to reach out to... Um, mm -hmm. either yeah. one of us yeah. um, and my email is slightly different than most people's mine is not a santos at lowell.k12.ma.us it's author santos at lowell.k12.ma.us that is still in the system in a santos for some reason i think it was somebody from the health department so i am not oh, getting yeah. a request <laughs> just to let you know so patty my is uh, a year or two ago said um ah, you know you never responded to me oh, and i said was it a santos you wrote to she said yes yeah. it was i said well that's not my email <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you want to reach me, please yeah. write to Arthur Santos. Um, we are also, we have divvied up the schools that we have schools that we're responsible for, but we go to every school. Based it, on skill set. It doesn't set. matter the level. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Good to know. Um, And so we do a lot of, we go, and and so teachers should know that they can talk to their literacy specialists and their administrators about, we go into CPTs, we go into, we do a lot on early releases. I was just going to ask. Yes. And that's what I'm doing at Greg Passeri, it's an early release day. If, if teachers October are 3rd. feeling like we want, like I just had somebody say to me the other day, I felt like we had all this training when Google first came in. Now I need that training yes. of the, next level. the two or three years later, how to use it. And so I said to this person, go to your assistant principal, go to your principal and tell them book Cara for an early release day. That's when we get a lot of our training done. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, we do teach, we're going to be teaching um, our grad class for the LTA. Creating teach a technology rich classroom. Yeah, and that's going to be in the winter so they'll start in January and we do kind of like our website has a little bit of like video creation reading in the classroom like basically. So we'll remind people how to navigate to that website yes for more information below absolutely but so but we for do. people who are just listening outside of Lowell know yeah. that this is a closed site yes it is yes, it you'll is. have to be part of the Lowell public schools to see the detail exactly absolutely you can but. just wish about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so that's that's the, the best way to I mean we work individually with teachers but we also hmm. like I said common planning time we do full yes. full school um, whatever with coaches and if anyone has any idea of how we could reach more people faster and quicker we really are open to suggestions because that's our main main issue okay. sort of like even within a school if we can go to an early release it's still just one school and it's still just one hour that's and right. you know and you, you you're talking to a complete range of ability mm-hmm. in one hour so this is not the best way to do it but we haven't figured out the best way to sure. reach more people. So far, it seems to be common planning time seems to be the best way that we can get in during the school day. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what we've been doing a lot of. And we get to meet so many people through the district that yeah. way. You're meeting the coaches and you're meeting grade level teachers at the meeting. So it's kind of a win-win. So when you do this, the common planning time or the CPT, yes. are you at the school all day long? Sometimes. Sometimes. It depends. To address yep. calls. Oftentimes CPTs. I am. Yeah, I just I'll left the McAuliffe. I've been at the McAuliffe all morning and then after I finish this, I'm going to go back to the McAuliffe. So at the beginning of the year, we try to do a full day, three quarters of a day at each of our schools. And then once access testing and MCAS begin, then our job shifts a little bit because we have to help with the databases and the computers on that. But absolutely. Um, It's nice. When we get to spend a day inside of a school, it helps us become part of the community. You get to know people and what their needs are. Exactly. And they're more comfortable reaching out once they get to know us. I know. I used to grab you in the hall and say, help. (laughs) And I'm glad to do so. (laughs) We hear that a lot. (laughs) And it tends to spread. Those people that are afraid of technology, when they have a, a teacher that is very comfortable with it and they see what's going on in that classroom, teachers talk. And it will expand, and that's what's been happening through. Mm-hmm. I just finished my sixth year here in Lowell, going on to my seventh year, and well, it seems to be working Not well. all technology, though, Artie, or all technology. Because I know you had done some other yeah, things. No, tech, in technology, I've been in this department for almost six years. Wow. Yeah. And it goes by quick. <laughs> seems, seems like yesterday. Well, <laughs> it does, doesn't it? <laughs> so we've been talking to Kara, yeah. Artie, and Vero about some of the things they're, they're doing in the fall for technology. 
We will promise to have them back several times over the course of the year, maybe mid-year, and uh, definitely we were talking off mic about um, some ideas for the end of the year. I know that's hard for people to wrap their heads around right now, but once MCAS hits and you finish up that testing, I don't know, it's different from when I was there, a month and a half, <laughs> um, you're probably going to be looking for more creative projects to do at the end of the year. And we'll definitely have all three of you back to right. talk about and that. And can I just add one last thing you to can. here? Um, so what we're going to be working on throughout the district too is we're going to try to bring in some drone curriculum. Oh. So we're going to be working with uh, some, like a STEM class um, over at the Sullivan School. Um, I've also spoken with the principal at the Bartlett School. He's interested in maybe something throughout the day, maybe with his ITS. He has an ITS in the building. Oh. Um, and he also has a makerspace over there. So um, we're not quite sure the logistics of it at this point in time. But if it's not during the day, there's also an after-school program, STEM program. So maybe we'll go there. I'd obviously like to go into... Um, the Rogers STEM Academy and see if we can pull something sure. off there. It's a curriculum with eight units um, and there will be 10 drones. So I think that um, the students That's should, exciting. should yeah. be able to have some hands on. But I'm going to tell you, if I on. see one going over my condo, I'm going to... Well, the good <laughs> news know, is, to clarify that, Amy, you won't have to worry. The drones that we have are indoor drones. <laughs> so, and they do not have to abide by the FAA regulations because they are indoors. So we're hoping to utilize some of the gyms and sure. cafeterias to um, test these out. So you're safe yes. for now. We're okay. still private. Just give us the heads up. <laughs> That's no exciting. pun intended. <laughs> I just want to thank all of you, the three of you, for joining us today. This was very interesting, and I know that our members are keenly interested in learning more about tech in the classroom. And as a tech illiterate myself, I might jump in on one of your classes at I some point. Please do. Please do. So thank you to our listeners for tuning into this episode. We welcome your comments and feedback, and if you have suggestions for future podcasts, or if you're aware of UTL members who might be willing to share their experiences and expertise, send us an email at utl-straighttalk at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Mickey Dumont and Amy Bissett wishing you a great week.